0: In today's show, we talk about why now is the time for you to share with your spouse on how you initiate in and outside the bedroom.
1: And author John Maxwell had this to say about initiating. He said, everyone has the potential to become an encourager. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to have it all together. All you have to do is care about people and initiate. And that line right there about just you don't have to have it all together. You just have to be able to care about people and initiate is really going to get at the heart of today's show. But as we start each and every one extraordinary marriage show, we start with a hug. And this week's hug is brought to you by FreshBooks. What's one thing we entrepreneurs and small business owners always seem to be in short supply of? Time. There's a lot to do and never enough time to get it all done. The good news is our friends over at FreshBooks feel your pain and are ready to help you reclaim some of that precious time. FreshBooks is a super simple invoicing solution that lets you create and send professional looking invoices in seconds. And invoicing is only the beginning. FreshBooks also makes managing your expenses, staying on top of who owes you what, and tracking your time the easiest part of your day. If your business keeps you constantly on the move, don't worry. The FreshBooks mobile app can keep up. You can use the camera on your phone to capture your receipts and FreshBooks will create your expense reports for you. If you got questions, contact the award-winning FreshBooks support team and get help from real live humans. No phone tree. No, let me escalate that. No, I'll get back to you. Just helpful service at the drop of a hat. Try FreshBooks free for 30 days on us. Get your free trial at freshbooks.com slash one. And this hug came in via email uh, from a fo- some folks that said, we just stumbled upon your podcast have been married for 14 years and love how real and raw your talks are. They've been very helpful in our marriage. We both came from divorced, extremely dysfunctional homes. Many of the subjects you cover are so vital to marriage and are almost never covered by marriage books. Mm -hmm. I wish more books and churches talked about the subjects that you cover. Thank you for all you do. We we love you guys. We wish more churches would talk about the things that we do too. Yeah. And this is going to be today is one of those topics that doesn't get talked about right this whole idea of initiating and the the initiating struggle this is real this is a real challenge that so many couples around the world are facing i mean we regularly get emails from folks who are so frustrated that their spouse either can't or won't initiate they live in this constant state of fear of rejection Mm -hmm. and i'll tell you as the spouse who was on the other side of this the one giving the rejection that when your spouse is living in a constant state of fear of rejection it is incredibly destructive to your marriage because like in my case probably for the first what did you say first 10 or 11 Yeah, maybe a little longer probably yeah mm-hmm. what well, was after the seven days of sex challenge
0: i mean we've been working on it for the last eight years. So I would say so the first 11, 11 years. 11,
1: almost 12 years. Um, Tony can probably count on one hand the number of times that I, well, maybe two hands because there were you know birthdays every year. Uh, the number of times that I initiated, right? But you got to think that's 10 times, uh, you know, in 12 years, 10 or 11 times. And all the rest of the times, he was the one initiating, right? So he was always the one having to, you know, put himself out there you know, showing that he was initiating and I was the one that was, you know, either saying, you know, I'm, I'm not interested. I'm too tired. I'm not in the mood. And then they get shot down. He was always, and, and I don't use the word always very often. You guys know that that's like always and never are those words that in communication or, you know, stay away from, but when it comes to this and what I used to do, he was always the one initiating. And I was always the one making the decision on whether or not we were. going to, I never I never expressed desire to him except for like a birthday present, right? Like, okay, you know, it's your birthday. I'll initiate sex for you. You Yeah. It was kind of this like obligatory thing, which I know that there are a lot of folks out there that have that mindset, right? That I, I shouldn't have to initiate. I should always be the one who's being pursued. Well, let me tell you something, folks. Your husband or wife wants to feel desired too. Right Desire is not a one-way street in marriage. And when we're not initiating, when we're not expressing that, our spouses feel rejected.
0: And we've talked about in the past on, you know that rejection, there's only so much your spouse is going to take. There's only so much rejection your spouse will take. And eventually, and we've seen this, and, and, and we don't say this nonchalantly. We've see, we we get emails, folks. I mean, no kidding. We get emails upon emails every single day. My spouse hasn't been engaging. My spouse hasn't been engaging. You know, or I'm trying to engage or, you know, but I don't want to anymore. And you know what? Other things come up. Other people are there. Believe me, they, there are people there who are more than happy to jump into you a situation with your spouse. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And yet they do it. And so when your spouse is initiating, you reject, and they initiate, and you reject. You and they initiate, you reject. Time and time and time again. Eventually, somebody's gonna walk in and go, "Oh, hey, I'll I'll jump in on that."
1: I'll show yeah. I'll show you how that I can initiate. I'll show you that you're desirable. Hmm. Right. And, and there's two reasons why people don't initiate in marriage. I mean, like we've, well, actually three, one is health related. You know, if, if physically, um, they are not able to initiate for whatever reason, if it's a health related issue, that's not what we're talking about Right. on this show. We're talking about the, either I, I can't initiate or I won't initiate, Right. And so I want to take that first one. You know, if you can't initiate, it's often because you don't know how or because you've tried something in the past and it hasn't worked. So you don't know what to do next. Right. And so for a lot of folks, you know, and this one, this one that I'm going to bring up first is female, is woman specific. But I do want to say this whole challenge with who's initiating and, you know, a spouse that's not initiating can be either the man or the woman.
0: Right. Right. Oh, it's it goes either just, way.
1: It's not just women who don't initiate. There are lots of men who don't initiate. And we get those emails from women who are like, I just wish my husband would would show me that he desires me. Mm-hmm. So this is not a gender specific conversation. Not at all. But this first, you know. On, this is a
0: marriage. This specific, is a marriage. Specific conversation.
1: Absolutely. As, and one of the things that comes up a lot of times when I'm coaching folks, especially women, is that the messages they got is, as children about, you know, good girls don't do that or you shouldn't be so bold in your marriage, right? Or women who got the message that they should always be the one pursued, like your husband should always be coming after you. A- and, you know, when you get those messages, I will tell you that, you know, you grow up in your parents' household for 18 years and, and you know, you don't get married until you're in your mid-20s. That's like 25 years of messaging about how you should be initiating sex, right? And then, you know, you walk down the aisle, you wear the pretty dress, you say, I do. And all of a sudden you're supposed to like flip this switch and be like, you know, this crazy, you know, sex kitten, right? And people are like, I, I don't know what to do. And so there's a lot of disappointment and a lot of fear and a lot of anxiety, which keeps people from initiating. And, and, and one of the things that you have to do in that situation is you have, to, you have to share with your spouse, right? They don't know that initiating sex causes you anxiety, They don't know that you're going against all of these messages that you've heard growing up about, you know, good girls don't do this or, you know, for the guys, you know, that fear of, okay, well, I tried this once and she didn't like it. And so like, why would I ever initiate again? Because it was such a, like, she practically slammed the door in my face,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: right? Like I, I said, well, let's try this. And she says, no way, not now, not ever. You know, and that's why we have the shows where we talk about if you're going to be trying something new sexually, you have that conversation before sex.
0: And outside the bedroom. And outside preferably. the bedroom, you
1: don't do it. But, you know, as you're trying to make these moves and you get shut down, part of it is because when something new is presented to us, sometimes it causes a really strong emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. A- and And when we're trying to put ourselves out there, there are a lot of you that live in a place of fear, right? And initiating can be scary. Right, because what if what if my spouse doesn't respond the way that I expect them to?
0: Which does happen.
1: Which does happen. I mean, we got a we got a message from somebody last week that said it
0: happened in this household last night.
1: It happened. Well, we can talk about that in a second. I'll okay. talk about the email from last week.
0: Let's start there.
1: <coughs> Excuse me. So, last week, you know, there, we got this email from you know somebody that's like, I, you know, I, I showed up and they'd listened to our show trench coat and high heels um, about the one time that tony came home and i was in a trench coat and high heels and nothing else and this woman said you know i walked through the living room like that and my husband just basically was like what are you doing not i want to jump you not let's lock the door and just have wild passionate sex like why are you interrupting my tv show Hmm. you know just heartbroken right because she's trying to initiate last night as tony was bringing up um it was probably about ten 15, 1030. Yeah, it was getting
0: towards <laughs> the later hours of the, of the day. Little,
1: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I was just trying to get some work done in the office. And Tony comes in. And he's like, I'll be in the bedroom if you would like to join me. Otherwise, I'm going to bed. I was like, okay. And so I closed down the computer. I closed the office doors thinking I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, I'm just going to turn off the lights in the kitchen. And I walk into the kitchen and the kitchen's a disaster area. Disaster. And
0: And to me, it can stay a disaster area. I could care less. I don't care if it's a disaster.
1: And I just, I want to share with you why I didn't, because I did have that thought as I was cleaning the kitchen. I remember the first time I talked about the 60 days of sex challenge, that the dishes would always be there, but you only have this one time with your spouse. Like that actually went through my head. That was one side. And then on the other side is we just... I think you
0: should have stayed on that side.
1: Can I just explain to you though? Okay. Please do. Okay. So we just in the last... Couple of days had the entire interior of our house redone. We had an interior designer come in. We'll be talking about that on a future show. Just well, now
0: change of scenery is going to be way up there. Change of
1: scenery, yeah, change of scenery is huge. Yes. But what happened was we had the entire interior of our house redone, and so I feel this obligation to keep it looking nice. It's like when you get the new car and you're like, you know, wipe it down, and do. And so that's really how I felt, and so I didn't want to. I was gonna disappoint on either side. In my mind, because I wanted to, like, I want to come out in the morning and have the house still look nice.
0: Well, you should have just told me that.
1: I, yeah, I should have. Yeah. I, I should have. It was it poor have, communication. It, it,
0: right. It would have been very helpful at that point in time to say, hey, you know what, hon, we just had the house redone. I want it to look and stay nice. So I'm going to just take care of that.
1: See, this, is, this then, is why we practice communication, because sometimes we don't get it right. Right? Because all, right. all I did was walk into the bedroom and say, the kitchen's a disaster. I'm going to go clean the kitchen. Which Tony rightfully interpreted as, wow, I just tried to initiate sex with my wife. And uh, it's my day and I got shot down.
0: Right. And here's, but hey, I'm not going to let Elisa take all the blame for this. When we are initiating and when it is time to initiate, sometimes we got to think ahead of schedule. We got to think ahead of the moment that we think that we should be having sex, which obviously happened to me. You know, I'm looking at my watch, thinking about what we have ahead, and I thought, well, you know what? If we can just make this happen tonight, then you know, Monday and Tuesday, we're cool. We can just you know slide through at least Monday and Tuesday, and then at least we'll pick up on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. That was a bad choice on my side of expecting her to just you know jump up and be like, okay, you know. I should have been romancing or I should have been, you know, doing something throughout the day or and it doesn't need to be multiple. I'm not saying it has to be a hundred times. I mean, I should have been bringing up something at least once, if not two times throughout the day, just mentioning, Hey, maybe tonight or let's, let's make sure we shut down everything. So you and I can cuddle naked in bed and, and then we can lead to something more. So I'm not going to let her take all the blame on this one. There is, there are some on my side as well, not thinking ahead of schedule.
1: So, you know, that's some of the reasons why you, you don't initiate right now. The flip side of that is that there are some of you out there that won't initiate, right? You, you won't actually, well, actually I want to back up because if you can't initiate and you don't know how to initiate, we actually put together a resource Mm -hmm. for you. You can go to one extraordinary com slash initiate super easy. They just, the whole show is on initiating. So just think initiate one extraordinary marriage.com slash initiate. It's the top 10 ways to initiate. Mm -hmm. And here's why we put this together because sometimes it can be hard to think of new ways, right? Like, Oh, I want to do something creative, but I have no idea what that is. Well, we put together a list for you, right? But here's the thing you have to tell your spouse that this is one of the ways that you're going to initiate. So when they get the signal, be it very overt, like you're walking through the living room naked, or when you just send them a message that says you mean nine o'clock tonight, they know what that means. Because maybe you're just walking through the house naked because it's too hot where you are. Like I was talking to clients last week and and where they live, it was very warm. They were getting up to turn on the air conditioning because they were sweating because it was so warm where they are. Okay, they might be walking around naked when we're not on the call. I have no idea. Or maybe they're walking around naked because they're trying to initiate, but you got to know the difference. Right? And the only way you know that is if you communicate to your spouse, this is how I initiate. Now, for those of you that are on the other side of that coin who won't initiate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you need to check yourself. Right? Like I'm I'm gonna say right now that you know your spouse needs to know that you desire them sexually. Plain and simple. You know, they're not just your best friend. Right. Because some people, some people are like, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm married to my best friend and, you know, we're just, we're best friends. And then when I ask them about their sex life, they're like, you know, what sex life? I'm like, well, that's great that you've got such a deep friendship. I mean, Tony and I have an incredible friendship. Right. But I've got best friends that I don't sleep with. Right. Tony is my lover, Tony is my husband. And yes, we have a friendship, but the friendship is not the primary. The loving that we do together, that's the primary, right? Because I, I don't want to have sex with my best friends. I want to have sex with my husband. Right. And I think for a lot of people, this whole idea of being married to your best friend is keeping you from initiating because you're thinking, I, I, you know, we just we talk about everything and it's wonderful, but like we have this hang up that we don't have sex because we're best friends. So maybe that's why you're not initiating. And mm-hmm. we've heard that. Oh yeah oh
0: we've we've heard that many many a times, so this isn't something out of out I of wish the I blue. was
1: making this up but I'm not
0: no and 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 truly that that is a mind shift that's an altering shift to think about because so many folks will say that it's like oh we're best we' we're, we're we're the best of friends and yet I've had to like rebuke some folks and just say listen man it, your spouse is not your best friend, they're your lover you married them for a reason and so you know that that can t- definitely be a hang up for initiating sex because you're like yeah, well we just we're, we're, such just, good we're friends. close like, why would so we do close. anything why yeah. would we you know and yet your spouse who's desiring you to do something to in some form or way to initiate and i'm not saying it has to be overt i'm not saying you're you're coming in with a scantily clad outfit, male or female. I'm just saying, man, your spouse may just want you to walk by and grab their bottom or, you know, give them that loving touch along their arm. That really means that, hey, this is more than just me touching your arm. This is me, you know, letting you know, and and again, through conversation, you guys understand that it letting you know that I desire you. I want you tonight you know, it's that, that graze across the body with the whisper in the ear that says you and me tonight, let's get the kids to bed. Let's roll. And for those of you who don't have kids in in the house anymore, it may be, you know, right now, which is a good thing too. Or the kids may not be home because your kids are a little older and they're, they're off with friends. It may be a, let's get this in now. And you throw in the quickie. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and so that's one reason why folks won't initiate. Um, Other reasons that we've heard about why couples don't have initiating going on is some of you are not initiating out of revenge or punishment. You've decided that sex is going to be your weapon of choice to punish your spouse. And so you won't initiate because you're going to punish them for something. You know, I don't know what it is, but you're choosing to take away your desire. You're choosing to take away your expression of love and commitment because you're angry. And so that punishment is forcing a a deeper division in your marriage. Your punishment is not helping your marriage, right? Because because sex is a vital component, Mm -hmm. which gets me to my last point on why some of you don't initiate. And it's because you've bought into this lie that your marriage is just fine without sex, right? And straight up, that's a lie. Now, I know there are health reasons, I said at the beginning, there are health reasons why couples are not able to have sexual intimacy, we're not speaking to you right now because we know that you're working through your own challenges. Right. I'm talking about the couples that can have sexual intimacy but have bought into the lie that it's not necessary to have a good marriage. Sexual Or
0: good sexual intimacy. Or good
1: yeah. sexual intimacy. Right? Because it's it's vital, right? To become one. Well, the only way that to become one is through sex, folks. Right? It's through the that intimate relationship that only husband and wife can have. Right. And so when you buy into this lie that sexless, sexless marriages are okay, that, that we're just good, we're good, you're missing an incredibly vital component.
0: Yeah. And this is, and this is where the emotional communication usually has died out. You know, there's no conversation about anything really in the marriage other than maybe, you know, work, kids, and everyday chores. And after a while, that just gets old. And so there, you, you've checked out. And the conversation, you know, because you're not emotionally connected in some way, some form, you don't want to be sexually intimate with your spouse, you know? So, and again, like I said, at the top of the show, we see this happening folks. And it's heartbreaking because inevitably somebody in the marriage finds somebody else who's willing to show up and be there for them. And that's usually when we get the email that is just, it's heartbreaking. It just, it just breaks my heart sometimes to read these that, you know, had I known, had I, had I just taken a step in faith, had I just gone over myself and just learned a little bit about my body and and who I am, uh, this could have all been alleviated. I I could have initiated sex. It, It, believe me, it's something that is learned. It's not something that we're born with or or it's innate in us Elise and I will tell you we still mess up at times. We still you know fall short of what we think we should be doing and initiating what the way we should be initiating with ourselves and yet we're willing to step up each and every day and continue trying mm-hmm. so that way you know we both know we're trying and, and yeah sometimes we don't mess up we, we mess up other times man, we're knocking it out of the ballpark. This morning was a simple, hey, I have a little time between you sending, you getting the kids to school and me having to leave. How about you and me just take a, take a moment and we do a quickie. And that was, you know, about two hours, two and a half hours before that was even going to happen. And that worked out perfectly for us because it gave her time to understand that, okay, Yeah you know what? I can get that in. Um, before I start my day, we can make that happen. The house didn't have any kids in here, so we could we could just enjoy ourselves, right? But the the initiating was the vocalization of saying, hey, and giving her a kiss too, and letting let her know that, hey, if, if you're game, then we're on.
1: hmm Well, and you brought up a really good point there that initiating is learned. And I think that's that's a key here that everybody needs to take to heart because Hollywood and the movies and all the bestsellers, you know, these amazing romance authors who are, you know, can craft an incredible scene lead us all to believe that this should just be an inherent skill, right? It's like wired into your G- DNA. You either have it or you don't. And, you know, we watch all of these, you know, you can, every movie trailer's got like the steamy scene and things like that. And so it's out there, Right. And then you get into your own bedroom and you're like, "Ooh, well, I don't look like that celebrity. And we don't have the background music. And, you know, the kids are still kind of making noise out there. And and so you're like, oh, well, I can't do anything. Right. Like I can't initiate. Well, the truth is that you can. You have to learn what Mm -hmm. works for you. What works for me and Tony may or may not work for you.
0: Can I say something about the kids? Um, we've mentioned this in the past, and I'm going to mention it again here. You guys got to pick up the Ecotone, Ecotones uh, sleep and sound machine. Um, you can get that at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Ecotones. I'll even have a link here in the show notes for you. But it is vital to have that, to allow yourself to have some peace of mind so that way you can initiate so that way you can be sexually intimate when your kids are in the in the home you know what i mean because believe me with our kids getting older we still we still struggle with that one and so initiating can be sort of put off sometimes or or just left to the side and not thought about because it's like, are the kids going to go to sleep? When are they going to go to sleep? We got a teenager in the house, so sometimes on a Saturday night or a Sunday or a Friday sleep night, optional. You know, they're up and it's cool. We allow that. We're okay with that. So you know, that's who we are, and we because we made that choice because we're we're allowing our kid to to stay up and and watch basketball. You know, because we're we're in that season. Hey. Elise and I have to make some choices, mm-hmm. and even purchase some purchase a product that allows us to get some peace of mind. And I got to tell you, check that thing out. We've had many, many, many listeners and friends of ours pick that thing up and just love it. We all obviously do, and we've been using it for she's two, three years now. Two, three years.
1: Well, and and the thing is, is that you know, initiating, like I said, it looks different, and you've got to find a rhythm that works for the two of you. And that's where picking up the top 10 ways to initiate is one of your action items for this week, right? So you go to extraordinary slash initiate. You're going to download that and you're going to like look over that list. And maybe as you're going over that, you're going to think of a couple other things. Write it on, make it your list. It doesn't have to just be Tony and Lisa's list. But the most important thing is that you can't keep the list to yourself, right? You've got to share it with your spouse and say, these are my ways that I would initiate. Right, mm-hmm. because because if I don't tell Tony that if I walk around naked, that's initiated, he could just be like, yeah, she's naked. Or if I send him a picture of just like a little hint of material on my bra and, and say something like scavenger hunt, okay, he knows that's code for come and get it.
0: Yeah, we need to do that one again soon.
1: Yeah, so, you know, I mean, but that's that's us. And trust me, I'm not in the bra when he gets the picture. No no body shots. Um, another action item for this week is to for the two of you to each take turns initiating, right? I'm going to push some of you out of your comfort zone this week because- In love. In love. Yeah, I'm not doing this to be mean. I'm doing this because when you express desire, it's huge in your marriage, Mm -hmm. right? It has the power. Expressing desire for your spouse, also known as initiating, has the power to completely change the dynamic between the two of you. Because instead of wondering, am I loved- it becomes a declaration of, I am loved. Same three words, one's got a question mark that has all kinds of doubts and insecurities and fears wrapped up in it. The other stands on confidence, stands on security, stands on power. A- and so if you've been the one reluctant to initiate, I want you to think about those those two statements, am I loved? Versus I am loved and think about which one you want your spouse to be saying this week because I can promise you that if you want your spouse to be thinking when they walk into the office or when they drop the kids off or when they do whatever they've got to do throughout their day, if you want them thinking I am loved, then you're going to find a way to initiate. You're going to find a way to express your desire for your spouse because otherwise I promise you they're going to be asking themselves the other question. Am I loved? Does he or she love me? Do they even care? Do they think I'm important? You can phrase that question however you want. But if you're not expressing desire for your spouse, that's the question they're asking.
0: Yeah. On the other side of fear is major breakthrough. Mm -hmm. So realize that all of us at some point in time have something that's holding us back. And yet every time that I've had a fear that was stopping me from going somewhere. When I finally got through that fear, there was breakthrough on the other side. So this week, as you begin to look at the top 10 ways to initiate sex, pick one, two, three of those that you can express with your spouse, you know, share it, go outside of your comfort zone. And yet knowing that you're going to go after something that's going to allow you to see breakthrough in your own life and in your marriage, a connection with your spouse that you haven't had or that you've been desiring, you know, allowing yourself to be free and open and honest with each other in your bedroom. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with going after your spouse. You know, they want to be desired. They want to be loved. Don't we all want that? Mm -hmm. Don't we? I do. I want to know that Elisa desires me and for the first 11 years of our marriage she didn't show it show it that way and yet over the last eight years little by little she shares that she shows how she initiates and guess what it shows me that she desires me it it lets me know that she loves me and that you know what, has been a game changer when it comes to my, for me being able to perform in the bedroom and so we challenge you guys. Go out there. Step out on faith. Step out through your fear. Have that breakthrough on the other side and let us know how that works for you. We love you guys. We hope you have a fantastic week. Don't forget, if you're an entrepreneur business owner, check out FreshBooks. Get a free trial for 30 days. You can get that at freshbooks.com slash one. And also you can get top 10 ways to initiate sex at one oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash initiate. We love you guys, bye.